Foster, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with New York Times bestselling author Laurelyn Page. We discuss her Harry Potter dog community, her love for marketing and theater, and the unexpected benefits of cutting back. Good morning, Laurelyn. Hi. Hi. How are you this morning? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you're here. I finished a book, and so now I can do real things like this. When did you finish? I finished at uh, like 11 p.m. on Friday night. And Friday, of course, was my deadline. So that's exactly how I work every single time. (laughs) Right. Till the very last minute, huh? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So this will be airing in June, and you will have just come out with a brand new book. Yes. How long did it take you to write this book, and what inspired it? Slay uh, has been kind of on my mind since 2014. Oh, wow. I was writing my, um, I had finished my big fixed trilogy, mm-hmm. and I had just written Hudson, which is a very popular book, and in Hudson, he, um, there was a scene where he kind of, um, was friends with the woman who ends up being the villain of that series. Okay. And she had said some things about being more than just a pretty rich girl and having a lot of things that had hurt her and that hurting other people made her forget her own pain. Hmm. And at that time, I was like, I wonder what, what are those things that she's <laughs> gone through? And ever since then, I've thought, I would really like to write a book about her and I know nobody wants to read about her, (laughs) but I also think it might be fun to kind of torture her a little bit. Oh. And it really, really was. Like, I I found a hero for her that was better at playing games than she was, Mm -hmm. and she kind of gets a taste of her own medicine, and it's really kind of cool. Is it so great to be able to flip that and write that way now? Like, it's so not yes. the typical romance and lovely heroine. <laughs> yes. I like those edgier characters better. And it really is my my brand. Most of my heroines are kind of broken people mm-hmm. that uh, not a lot of people really like the women. Strong, <laughs> strong women. You know, nobody likes strong yes, women. Yes, yes. Strong, flawed women. And in real life, I believe that we all deserve love and Mm -hmm. that even terrible people deserve love. And I like exploring that. I agree. I think everyone deserves love. And I like hearing about all different kinds of people. Yeah. How much do you typically write in a day or in a week? Oh, yeah. You did ask me how long I had to write this. It took me um, two months. I usually write about twelve to 15,000 words a week. Wow. That's a good chunk. It is. I recently, actually, I, I used to write about 10,000 words a week. Just that was my pace. I'm not one of those writers that can write 8,000 words in a day. Mm-hmm. And 2,000 was my max. And I was really burned out all the time. I was working five days a week and I didn't really take breaks after my books. And I would just go into the next one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of different things happened in my life and with my family where I really had to change that. I needed to be more available for my children. I have three special needs kids, basically. Mm -hmm. So I just revamped everything and didn't put as much pressure on myself to write a whole bunch of books this year and changed my schedule to only write three days a week. And it turns out that when I only write three days a week, I can actually write 15,000 words a week. Wow. 
That's so interesting. Yes, I'm so much more relaxed. Um, Having the days off, the breaks, it's just the way my brain works, I think. I need to have a lot of time to stew in between writing Mm -hmm. sessions. Are you a big plotter? Yes, Mm -hmm. I do plot beforehand. I'm not a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of writer. Even if I were to write an email to you about this podcast, (laughs) I would have to construct it all. I'd have to plot it all in my head. (laughs) Typing. So I, I am a plotter. And I kind of plot the whole thing in the very beginning and but they're just kind of single sentences Mm. and then I more deeply plot each section as I go along how closely do you stick to that does it pretty much work out the way you envision or does it really detour along the way it usually really stays close to the format nice in fact I have to sometimes step back and make sure that's what I should be doing. Hmm. That's what I have to question myself about is. Like, am I too married to this outline kind of thing? Yes, exactly. Okay. You know, because sometimes I might be missing better possibilities because I'm just stuck with this one thing. Hmm. And again, sometimes that happens. I'll go, oh, no, this would be better. So let's do this instead. It's such a fun way when the characters start taking over and kind of demanding their own way. <laughs> yes. But it yes. can mess everything up too. I, I love that though when it's mm-hmm. when they kind of surprise you and they and it's like, wow, I I didn't really realize that that could be a thing. Yes. You know, it works great. <laughs> Are there any writing or marketing books or podcasts or any kind of materials that have helped you along the way? <sighs> Yes, I really, I recently, of course, everybody loves Stephen King's on writing, and yes. I, I love it as well. I recently read a book by David Morrell called Lessons from a Lifetime of Writing mm. that I really, really enjoyed. You can't even get it on ebook. You have to, um, you have to order the paperback, uh, and it was recommended to me by Steve Barry, and so I was like, oh, Steve Barry, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to buy the paperback and search for it. And it was really, really good. David Morrell wrote Rambo. Rambo, okay. And that whole series of books, and he just, he really knows what he's doing, and I really, really liked the book. And the other one that I really have enjoyed is a book called The War of Art. Yes, I read that one. I thought it was so great. Yeah, Christine Reese gave me that book once for Christmas, and I have appreciated it so much. What kinds of things inspire you? I think the question, what if, inspires me a lot. Mm. And I really am a consumer of, of a lot of television and, of course, reading. Uh, the two of them, I, I, I really have to fill myself. I know there's some people who say, oh, I, don't, I can't read while I'm writing. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. I like to watch a lot of TV and watch books that are the same sort of feel and tone as whatever I'm writing. Yeah. So it kind of sets an atmosphere. And then while I'm watching those things or reading those things, I, it's there will be one scene when a character walks in uh, and it's a, a new character and they have maybe one line that just kind of uh, triggers something in my brain. And then I think, what if? What mm. if the story was all about this one thing they just said. Yes. And I really like to daydream about that. <laughs> and that's really what I think most of my books come from, which is why the four days off a week 
works for me because I need a lot of time to daydream. That's so great. I love that that's working for you. Yeah. And I feel that's kind of a scary thing when you have to cut back like that. Yes. Which you asked about podcasts or marketing things. I, I do subscribe to Sky Warren's author newsletter. Okay. And I find it very awesome to talk to or listen to her experiences through writing. And she also recently had to go down to like a four hour a day writing schedule. Okay. And she says she's more productive as well. Hmm. I am going to look into all of these things. <laughs> That's awesome. I love maximizing time. Me too. If I could get more done in less time, that would be amazing. Wait, how much do you usually write in a week? Mm, a good week for me would be 10,000 words a week. That would be great. If I'm on a deadline and it's like toward the end of the book and I'm hitting three or 4,000 words a day, I love that. But that's not my typical at all. So when I hear other people writing five to 8,000 words a day, I'm just like awestruck. I was exactly where you were a year ago. Okay. Maybe so, that's what I need to do then. Maybe that's... Maybe just need more real refill time in between. Mm-hmm. I think you're onto something for sure. So I'm, I'm taking this in. Okay. <laughs> I saw that you're a big Game of Thrones fan, and I'm... I am kind of a newer fan. Welcome. Thank Welcome you. <laughs> I'm a hardcore fan. I, I watched, like after I finished my last book, I watched the entire season in less than two months and then was ready well, for this season wow. to start. And so I'm like just a, kind of obsessed with it right now. <laughs> That's my favorite way to watch things, to yeah. binge it and just live it for a while. Yeah. Yes. You're doing it the right way. Okay. <laughs> I know. Some people are like, well, you if you didn't watch season five and have to live through that year like we did, you're not a true fan. And I'm like, well, I give huge kudos to you for surviving that. But I'm really happy I did it this way. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So yes, I'm I'm a fellow Game of Thrones lover. Well, welcome. I'm I'm glad you're Thank enjoying you. it, right? Wasn't last night great and intense? Well, I kinda fell asleep last night. It was huh. a long week. <laughs> so it was all the feels kind of episode. Like oh. it was just teary through all of it like oh this might be their last moment oh yeah I know I can't believe it I've been kicking myself all day but yeah that just proves how exhausted I was because I was so yeah. excited to sit down and watch it and then so mad but, oh my gosh yeah. you'll have to watch today for sure for sure yes so do you love marketing I love marketing I have an MBA I, in marketing, I had a feeling you did. I, I don't know why I would <laughs> think you would say yes, but <laughs> tell me why and tell me all the things. I want to pick your brain. Um, because marketing is, um, I'm very, I'm a person who likes structure, mm -hmm. and um, but I really am a very creative person. So, um, marketing is the perfect place to have creative structure it it really is developing um a story or um trying to figure out how to get this character to reach this 
you're this type of person. So it's, it's like writing many books every day Hmm. where you're, when you put an ad up, it's like, how, how can I reach this group? What do I need to say to entice them or coming up with other ideas? Like, Oh, if I do um, this sort of a, a promo event thing, how could this where are the different ways that you could, it's a what if question mm-hmm. all the what ifs and see what happens and i i think i have discovered that i really like puzzles i like solving puzzles and those are just fun puzzles to solve hmm. i love the way your brain works i wish i had some of that <laughs> <laughs> no you are perfect as you are <laughs> uh Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Oh my gosh. As a plotter, this is hard for me. Okay, I'm going to do it. (laughs) What is your go-to family meal? Tacos. Mm. Last book you loved? I just recently read Julie Haas's Taking Turns. Okay. I really loved it. Favorite book boyfriend? Nas from Monster in His Eyes by J.M. Darhauer. Okay. Typical Saturday morning. Saturdays, my husband, because he's a saint, takes the kids to children's choir. Nice. So I have Saturday mornings are my quiet kind of lounge and read mornings. I saw that you love Michael Fassbender. Who's your girl crush? Emmy Rossum. Yes. I think she is so freaking sexy and she's also really smart and she can sing so i just love her are you a singer yes my bachelor's degree was in uh musical theater oh wow i didn't know that yeah i was originally gonna be an actor and you know that is actually taught me the most out of anything about writing is studying theater studying plays studying Mm. story structure Mm -hmm. from that point of view I really love dialogue and I love character development because of that. Do you ever get the itch to go act? All the time. Are you going to do it? I don't know. For 10 years, I was the director of liturgy and music at my church. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a Catholic church and my priest was really supportive, but then my priest died. And then they were kind of a little bit after me about writing sexy books. So oh. I've since left the Catholic church. <laughs> also because my daughter is bisexual she came out of the closet so that was Mm -hmm. it wasn't just about me we said i can't be at a church anymore that doesn't welcome her to the table but i'm still very religious right and spiritual so we found a place um that's a real liberal open church and i'm now part of the music crew so i am performing now in a way and that's maybe going to satisfy the itch for a while. Do you sing? Do you play an instrument? I sing. I play the piano. I wish I played the guitar. It's never too late. Yeah, it's on my, you know, when I retire, when that ever happens list. That's awesome. I saw that you have an adorable puppy in your Instagram profile pic. I do. We have two dogs. What kind are they? One's a chihuahua hug oh and she's so adorable and the one that was on my instagram that's our yorkie cute it's a pain in the butt gryffindor he's named after very oh. pod <laughs> cute and we also my mom lives in as well and she has a dog and her dog is milo so we actually have three dogs in our house wow and we have two cats <laughs> 
Do they all get along? I'm assuming so. Yeah, they do. Nice. The cats are Ravenclaw and and Hufflepuff, so obviously our Hell House is Harry Potter fans. We saw the most adorable Chihuahua pug on Saturday that had an Adidas tracksuit on. Oh my god! <laughs> all blue. It was so funny. Chihuahuas are so they love their person. Like they, my Chihuahua clings to me like she's a tumor. <laughs> it's kind of having your own personal space heater all the time. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. You're right. Yes. Take Me to Church. I just saw them in concert like two weeks ago. Was he amazing? It was fantastic. All right. So where do we start? Do we start at the chorus? Do we just go off? Yes. We just, okay. So we got to point it out. Like, Take me to church. I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your lies. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that deathless death. Good God, let me give you my life. Take me to church. I'll worship like a dog at the shrine of your lies. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that deathless death. Good God, let me give you my life. Yes. Oh, you sound so good. You did too. Thank you for singing with me. Oh, yes. I did pull an excerpt for you too. Oh, I would love that. Okay. So this is from Slay 1 Rivalry. Mm-hmm. And the two characters are Celia and Edward. So you're stalking me, I charged. Grinning like a cat that had caught the canary, Edward gently took my hand in one of his and pulled the blue paisley square from his front pocket with the other. Am I? He asked, the raw timber of his voice oddly soothing. Stalking you? Yes, you are. Wrapped, I stared as he patted my palm dry with the handkerchief. I was shaking. Could he see that? Could he see how his touch seared into me? How it boiled? How it burned? That's cute that you think that. I'm not, obviously, as this is my event, which, of course, you already know. He wrapped the printed material around my hand, fashioning it into a bandage. And if your presence here is an attempt to limit, to hint that you expect me to court you, I shan't do that either. So get over yourself and accept my offer. You're the one who needs to get over yourself. I'm not interested. I jutted my chin out as if to dot the eye of my disinterest. Or to bring my lips closer to his. He was already so near, his mouth only inches from mine. And so tempting, as tempting as it was off limits, because I was certain it was even more tempting because it was off limits. I like it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I wish you huge success with Slay in this series. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck with you and your next projects and finding more time for yourself. Oh, well, thank you so, so much for doing this today. You've been a delight to talk to. You too. Have a great rest of the day. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a great week. I will see you back next Thursday. Mm